Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk, July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. Each week we talk about our health journey on WW. Sometimes it's something we're struggling with. Maybe it's something we've learned. But the bottom line is there's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. This week on Real WW Talk, we are continuing our conversation around the fundamentals, and we're going to focus on activity. What counts as activity, the kind of activity we enjoy, the difference it makes in our journey, and we're going to end today challenging ourselves to try a new activity this week. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hey there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. Woohoo! I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, we've made it through National Quitters Day. Oh, yeah. Which is January, what, January 12th? It's the day everybody gives up on their resolutions. And look at us, still here, still talking. talking. (laughs) We deserve all the Bravo stars. Not going to lie. I feel like quitting. (laughs) (laughs) I told you last week. I was, let me, can I tell you last night? Last night at about six o'clock, I had 5,000 steps. And I said to myself, I'm going to drop out of the step bet. I'm not mm-hmm. doing this anymore. And then I went, no, no, I'm not. Because I had to finish my steps yesterday. I had Because I, I used a day earlier in the week. I went, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. But I wrestled in my head. I got the 3,000 extra steps in. I went to bed at 7.30 last night and woke up at 6 a.m. Just to give you an idea of how tired, how taxed everything I was but I still got the 3000 in. But you persevered, Aaron. Look at that commitment. That's All the problem stars. Excuse me while I stretch myself <laughs> and pat myself on the back. That, <laughs> you know, we've all had those times. I mean, I remember, I, I know what that is. Because at first I was going to say, well, isn't it a rest day? But that's the hard part when you use a rest day a little earlier in the week. Yep. You're like, oh man, I got to no bueno. Listen, I'm trying. I when when we get done having our conversation, I've got to go get six thousand steps in. Okay, you've got it. That's aggressive. Yeah, got it. It's aggressive. A little get fit with Rick, or you know something mm-hmm. else. That's right. Walk away the balance. It's trying to balance the I don't have energy. And what I'm telling myself is that it doesn't matter if I don't have the motivation because motivation comes and goes. It's mm-hmm. not dependable. It is not reliable. It's the discipline and the consistency 
that matters. So, and half the time when we actually do it, and I, I, this is me all the time. I psych myself up and don't want to do the steps or don't want to get on the bike. But by the time I do it, I'm like, why did I like complain? Why did I put this off? Like this wasn't that bad. Like, is it the most fun thing I could possibly be doing at that moment? No, but it wasn't that bad. Time's going to pass anyway. It's going to take me probably. Well, well, gosh, I am. I'm at 3383. I mean, that kind of gives you an idea what my day has been like. And I'm actually, this was more, more active for me during my work day. Um, yeah. I mean, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've got 5,000 steps. So that's going to take me an hour to get. The hour is going to pass. I might as well find an hour long show, watch the hour long show and march while I do it. You know, I've got to reframe it. That's what I think I love about a step bet though, is I, you don't recognize how much you're not moving Mm -hmm. some days. Like, I mean, before I would do a step bet or I'd have a day at work where I was just sitting and I could end the day with 2000 steps. I mean, and I swore I did more, but I'm forced to look and go, oh no, you really didn't. You actually said. I've been to the bathroom more times today. I thought I went to the bathroom at least six times. And your steps are like, no, boo, you didn't. You went like twice. No, ma'am. Sorry. No, ma'am. No way. Um, Well, honestly, I think we probably ought to just keep on this train because I was thinking, you know, last week, um, and I want to dive into some of the the comments that the incredible Real WWE Talk community left for us, Um, but I'm going to do that at the end. So stick with us so you can just hear some of those comments and be really encouraged because we talked about tracking last week and we're going to stick just with the fundamentals for the next couple episodes you know, if you're old salty dogs like us that have been doing this for a while, it's good to. Why do we have to be salty? Why do you have to be well, salty? Okay. If you're an old salty dog like me, <laughs> and less saltified versions like Candace and Ricky. <laughs> I like seasoned. We're yeah, seasoned a little better. Seasoned. I'm, good. I'm salty for sure. <laughs> I understand. With the sprinkle of mint. There you go. I was going to say, add a little mint or cumin or something. A little bit of little something. Um, yeah, it's good for us to go back and just, you know, just kind of reacquaint ourselves with some of those basics to kind of get get new with something, you know, and and check our habits around them. And if you are brand new, you know, you've, you've made it past National Quitters Day and you're in for this thing and you have dug in and you're deep, Um and maybe you're learning these things for the first time, everybody is welcome. Everyone's welcome in this space. So um, thinking about thinking about activity, you know, we've we've landed most recently on doing the step bets because there's something that all of each of us enjoy. But can we talk about our history of activity, even back to maybe when we were were kids and like how does that shape the activity that we have now? Do you notice that you are very active as a child? And then stop being, or like in my case, girl, let me tell you what I could, I marathon book reads. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Put me on a couch with a whole passel of books. The way my parents punished me was to take away my books and make me go outside and play. <laughs> activity does not come naturally to me. That is what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky? I think, well, as a kid, I I loved to read too, but I remember being outside quite a bit and like, you know, playing with the neighborhood kids and, 
you know, I was in gymnastics. I wasn't like spectacular. You know, you get to a certain point and they're like, yeah, you're just going to repeat this class. You know, like just, you're just here. You're not, you know, uh, I wasn't Dominique Dawes or anything, but like, you know, true kid of the eighties here, but um, yeah, I, I was, I, I was active. Like I, I remember I liked going to the beach with my family and, you know, even though I, what, my weight's always been a challenge, even as a kid, I feel like I, I still, it didn't stop me. I would play, love playing on the playground until I got to a certain age. And then you're like sitting, you're doing like, let's make believe, let's build this. And so I think that was when things got a little bit less active, but um, I don't remember it being something I didn't enjoy. I, I also have asthma really bad as a kid. So running, for example, has always been something I, ju- I just, I will never be a runner. Um, my lungs just don't <laughs> don't agree with that. But um, I remember just as far as playing and enjoying life, I, I it, my asthma didn't stop me from that. Mm-hmm. Candace, how and about see, you? I was an athlete. Like I, you know, I played all the sports. I was in softball, cheerleading, which is a sport. I don't want to hear anybody tell me that cheerleading is not a sport. I was a competitive cheerleader where we yeah, was, no did joke. the stunts and the backhand springs and all the things. And then I was a tennis player. So like I started off, I think my dad was a coach, you know, he played football and did their things growing up. So he immediately put us in the boys and girls club. So my memories from early on were either on the softball field or on the tennis court um, or, you know, doing things, swimming, you know, I, I enjoyed doing all of those things. I was competitive tennis in high school, made it to like national levels. And the challenge happened when I went to college, you know, I went to college and I said, I'm going to focus on my studies. And that was the biggest mistake I ever made because I could have played in college Mm -hmm. and I stopped to study, which I guess was true, but I stopped moving. Like somehow I couldn't do both at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't still work out. I was like, I'm not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. And that really was tough. So I, my body, I feel knows how to be an athlete, you know, athletic and to be an athlete mode. But for most of my adult life, I've been overweight and that's, what's been challenging because I love movement and I feel like my body quickly adapts to going back to movement because it's Mm -hmm. just something that it's been used to at one point in time. So I, I, I miss sometimes where I used to be. Mm-hmm. I missed it. Even though it was so many years ago and it wasn't really in my adult over 21 life. Um, yeah. I still know what it is to have that discipline. It just takes a while to tap into it. So, you know, how does that, but that's, that's an interesting thought when I heard you all talking, do you all, did, was there ever a period of time in your life where you embraced and appreciated movement or activity, even mm-hmm. though you didn't love it when you were younger, was there ever a time where that changed for you? Go ahead, Ricky. Oh, um, well, for me, I, I, when I found out what I loved and um, I, do, I, I think, you know, it's, it's changed in different phases of my life. But the first one that I can remember, like really loving movement was um, when I got into different dance classes. Um, so Zumba for a while. And there was a class that um, when I went to a sport and health club and um, in Rockville. And I loved that gym so much. And I forgot the name of the class. It was like a local woman who started this class. And it, it was pretty popular at the time, but I don't think it really picked up but like Zumba did. But it was a dance class that included weights, um, like wrist weights. 
So you were doing a little bit of punching and resistance with the weights and also dancing. So I think once I discovered something I really loved that wasn't running or, you know, like, I don't know, I've never been a big weight person, but I really did love, um, uh, what's the one with the weights with Les Mills, um, body pump. I I love, I, I actually did. I think the music, like finding the right combination of the activity and the music for me was a big thing. Cause something that I thought I didn't like, like weightlifting became something routine and fun because of the music that was involved and the repetition. So what about you guys? For me, it wasn't, um, gosh, it wasn't until I joined WW. Um, I started with walking and then I gradually picked up the pace because this is like when five K's were the thing. Right. (laughs) And I started a couple of weeks ago. I shared about doing my very first five K because another member, it said, well, they kind of accidentally did one. And I was like, I think I can do this. And then it turned into, okay, well, let me start trying to up my pace. Let me start to up my endurance. And, and I started running and I, I think I managed to do a 5k in 36 minutes. At one point, I think I had like a 12 minute mile for me, which was like alternating between walking and running. And Mm -hmm. I felt so good. I, again, not being an athletic child, I was a child that people made fun of when they ran. And I finally just kind of came to a place in my life where I was like, I don't care. I don't care about you. I'm doing this for me, because that actually held me back, honestly, from a lot of activity. Cause it seemed like whenever, whenever I did participate in, um, in community sport or something like that, I always was made fun of. Mm-hmm. And that just turned me off from doing those things. Even still today, I'm a solo sport person. I really don't do anything that's with other people. Cause I just don't, people can't seem to help themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't need to be there as an object for them to do their thing with. So, um, yeah. So for me, it is walking and running. Like if, and if anybody asked me to go participate in like, you know, community, I'm, I'm out. I don't need to, I'm 42 years old. I'm very comfortable my, with myself and I don't need that. And you so. know what's so interesting is that I'm the complete opposite. And that, that shows you that there's room for space for everyone because I am 100% community. I'm 100% driven by classes mm-hmm. and doing it with people. That's what I loved about when it's what was hard for me with the pandemic and a lot of people who transitioned to working out at home because I love my step aerobics class. Like I love, I had friends there and I'm Aaron. I definitely can understand, especially if there has been where people have been making fun or any kind of feeling about that. My experience was more so everybody was kind of in the same boat. Um, you had some who were more advanced, but I use that as like motivation. Like I want to kind of yeah. be like that. And yeah. it's the same reason I, maybe it's similar to how I feel about Weight Watchers. Like I, why I never really did great with just online Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the community aspect right. of like, we're all in this together. We're all going to sweat here together. <laughs> I would say when it's community aspect with strangers, strangers mm-hmm. are so much nicer than people that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now our WW people, because, you know, we're all in that together. It's, 
people that I know that or loosely were part of my community. I mean, Ricky knows too. I mean, we used to, we've got Under Armour's in our backyard in Baltimore Mm -hmm. and um, Under Armour has all kinds of fitness classes and a whole, whole gym. And Mm -hmm. I knew a we knew a couple of instructors. And so um, as part of my job for years ago, when I was with the radio station, I mean, I had organized a whole Under Armour training series where our listeners could come train for free. And Ricky came like, so I did, I did do it for a while. We really pushed ourselves, mm-hmm. but I've, I've realized I've kind of settled into, I like, I like going for a walk now with all of my, you know, my plantar fasciitis stuff. Like I wish that I could run like I used to, and it just doesn't seem like that's possible for me. Okay. Question for you. The exercise that you love doing, are you still doing it? And why did you stop? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Okay, I'll share. Um, Well, so I don't do and I've actually really kind of been thinking about ways I could do Zumba again. I know people have shared been really helpful community saying, you could find it on YouTube, you could find this but I'm, I'm my like routine person and I have held on to this DVD copy of a set of Zumba that I invested in from, you know, I think it was an infomercial or something. But it was a set of all these DVDs and I love them. Um, and then I had like, they had them digitally on Amazon for a while. So I would do them on there and then they took them away and then I didn't have my DVD player remote. So, I mean, it, it, it's all things that are fixable, but it's easier to just go on the Peloton and it's something that I do love now. So it's like, I, I'm still doing something I love, but I still kind of pine for those classes that I, I did that are kind of the routines that I got used to. I knew the moves that were coming next and all that. Um, so I, I think I'm doing a combination of what I love and still kind of missing something that I used to really love too. And as an aside, just so you know, they t- announced that I was in a meeting today for uh, Weight Watchers that Gigi, the leader, is hosting a Zumba class. And she did it. They must have done this for New Year's and it went over really well. Uh So for those who have the membership, the subscription that also has the workshops, she does a she's doing a live Zumba class at where no one else can see you, but you can Uh see her. So I was just thinking, I don't know what time. I think it's 1130. I don't know if they'll play it again. But I thought Mm -hmm. that was a good when you said Zumba, because they said that Gigi is a big Zumba person. Yeah, to answer your question, though, Aaron, I'm a big stepper. Like I said, step aerobics is my love. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. And I did it. So but it was at the gym. And when the pandemic happened, we let go of our gym membership. But I actually bought a step at home because the instructor was gracious enough to film herself and record herself doing the routines. Because remember, everybody was trying to figure out how to be mm-hmm. helpful during when we were all on lockdown. Uh, I haven't done it recently though. And I want, and I do want to go back to it because I just love 
the intensity of like kind of dancing, but also the steps and the stuff. So the fact that you brought it up, I'm like, and I also don't have the space. The space at home can be difficult. Yes. You know, yeah. that's one thing when you're used to a big, huge, you know, like mm-hmm. room and you're trying to move your kids dinosaur so you don't fall and, you know, you're not that mom. <laughs> You know, who's on YouTube, who someone takes a video and puts it on TikTok. So I, yeah. That, that kind of reminds me of something that happened to me. And then I want to throw it back to you guys because I was in a step aerobics class years ago. And I get, I'm one of those people, even though I like Zumba, I feel like that's a little more natural to me. Things like step aerobics, I if I'm nervous, I get hyper-focused on the steps and I, it's not good because <laughs> you need to be kind of loose. Um, so this woman behind me, and I, I don't know how I ended up kind of in the middle, like towards the front of the class. I don't know how that happened. It wasn't my intention. She's like, you should really look at what the instructor is doing. <laughs> and I was like, I'm trying. I, like, it wasn't like I was trying to do my own thing. I was just, I got the fact that I know that somebody is watching me. Like, I mean, so things like that, people can say one thing. Do you think I ever went back to that class? See? Nope. See? I want to ask you guys, do you have any moments with movement and activity that stopped you from doing a certain thing? I know, Erin, you kind of talked about running. and But, like, do you guys have a moment like that with group fitness or activity that kind of held you back from doing it again? I mean, the only thing that's coming to mind for me is I did a hip hop class because again, dancing, right? And um, I don't know why I got in the front of the class. I have no clue. Like, I don't know if I was really excited. Like I thought I knew the routine, but the instructor's name was Reggie. And he was like, Candace, because again, of course he knew me. He was like, you can go up and teach the next step. Oh, oh, that's no bueno. Because Candace didn't remember the next step, right? <laughs> I'm up there and the music comes on and it's five, six, seven, eight. And then I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> and the whole class is just looking and I'm just looking. And, I, and so I counted down with them. I said, in five, six, seven, eight, you come up and show. And then I, I actually left. I was like, I got to go. I have somebody. <laughs> I ran out. I don't know if they judge. I was so embarrassed. Like, I was like, I don't know why you picked me. I didn't try to say face. I just counted down and then bolted out. Reggie's not there. You did. Reggie's still there. Like, where did you go? wonder what happened? I just don't remember. I'm sorry. All I remember is I try because I I was in a phase of I'm going to try new things. I'm going to try things that scare me. I'm gonna I'm going to even though these things have happened in the past. That is the past. And I'm a different person, you know, and I'm going to try it and see if I like it now. It's okay if I do. I don't have to, I don't have to put myself in a box and say, Aaron doesn't do this because all that does is hold me back. And um, Aaron doesn't do Zumba. Because so. <laughs> y'all know I lack coordination. <laughs> Everybody in the class is doing sachet and toe taps, and I'm back here doing thriller. Okay. <laughs> it's not good. Don't you love how whenever we have a story that's bad, we talk about ourselves in third person? Right. This does not know what this song. Aaron does not do Aaron this. Aaron does not. Okay. So I'm waiting for <laughs> I'm waiting for the Zumba class to start. 
and they've got the, you know, all the glass and you can look in and there's a woman in there. God bless her. Who's doing the Zumba. And I watch her kind of stop. And then she runs to the corner and pukes. And I thought this has got to be, my heart was instant like empathy for her. And then the next thing was, I got to get on up out of here. I cannot (laughs) go in this class and do the same thing because now my reflex has been triggered. And I'm like, if she's in there puking, you know, I'm going to be puking. next. Oh no, no. no. I did. I left. I left. I was like, I'll try this on a different night. I don't think I have it in me now to do this because then I like went in my, in my head. (laughs) But that also makes me think of another question because we have so many good questions tonight. But when you think about exercise, right, we've talked about our worst experiences and the different things, but is there anything that you really want to try that you have not yet attempted and that's within reach. I'm not talking about now you want to go be like a ski jumper or do something, be some oh, dials, but something that's realistic that if you could try it this year, that maybe you've been a little afraid or unsure to try exercise wise. Do you know what I would love to do? And I haven't done it in a long time. So I'm going to consider it. It's something new. I'd love to go rowing. Mm-hmm. I haven't done like rowing or kayaking because to me that's exercise. Oh yeah. Um, because I have a feeling the next day my arms and my shoulders will hurt. So that's exercise. They have row machines for that. They do have yeah. row machines, but I'm talking about being out on the water because that's that's a different level of commitment when you've got to step in a boat and there's a potential for it to rock over to the side and then you mess up your hair and all of that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then you're stuck out on the water and the only way back is to row. Like, I, like the commitment level on that is completely different. I love a rowing machine. I haven't done one in forever, but I would love to do one again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to go, I would love to do kayaking or rowing. That's, that's a, you know, that's a wish hope for me. And can I tell you what's happening in my brain right now? As I say that what I'm telling my, my brain is telling me that I can't do that until I lose about 15 pounds. See? Mm-hmm. Isn't that so bonkers? Like literally what's, I'm just speaking what's happening in my mind. My mind's going, you, you can't go attempt that until you at least lose 15 or 20 pounds. You have to be skinnier to do that. Cause that was going to be my follow-up question about why, why would we not try whatever the thing is that we identify? So yours mm-hmm. is that your mind is saying you need to be thinner to yep. go rowing. Interesting. Yeah. But, but I mean, I know you, I know that we can say that, right? Right. But Intellectually. Yes. Here. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, right in here. It's going, nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How about you guys? Um, For me, it's funny you said rowing. Cause the first thing I thought of, I've done indoor rowing on rowing machines, Um, but Peloton has a rower. And if, you know, if we're thinking lofty, like it, you know, I think I would get a rower um, to do that or a gym membership where I could do it. I I remember um, the last time I had a personal trainer, he said, never work with a personal trainer that doesn't start you with the foundation of your core, building up your core, building up your strength before you're doing any type of cardio. And so we started with a lot of core and strength things. And then when we started cardio, the first thing he had me do was row and he taught me the correct form and 
and all of that. And it's something that I haven't done in a long time, but I think I really enjoyed because I feel like you get such a big bang for your buck because like automatically it, it starts, you know, you start your heart rate increases, but then you feel like you're saying you're like in your shoulders and your back, you know, you're working your legs and you're getting the cardio. It just feels like such a well-rounded workout. I think I'd enjoy it. Yeah. Candice. For me, Pilates. It's, I don't know what it is. I've, I've all, you hear all these great things, but I think of super slim, slender, really, really flexible people who do Pilates and I don't identify with any of those descriptors. Mm-hmm. So when they're offered, they have it on the Peloton, these Pilates classes, they had it at the gym and I refuse to do it because mm-hmm. when I, I was like, I'm overweight and I'm not flexible and I wonder, because I hear all the great benefits of people who just love it, but I won't even try. I have not allowed myself to even try for some of the reasons that you said, Aaron, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I'd have to lose about maybe 30 pounds to do Pilates in my mind. I have to lose about 30, 40 pounds before I fit the the standard to be someone who does Pilates. Well, that is an easy fix because I'm not trying to be walking after Peloton, but when they started doing those classes, they had like five minute introduction classes. And, mm-hmm. and I remember doing some of them um, and, and they have very short classes or like introductory things. So that's mm-hmm. something I challenge you to, to take. Yeah, and I was like, Oh, those are so cute. So you're the one twenty, 120 pound, you know, bunnies will go and do those classes and I'll have to sit on the bike and lose weight first before I can do that class, which is, it, the lies we tell ourselves up here is what keeps us stuck. And, you know, when we challenge ourselves to try something new, I don't know. I'm also one, a creature of habit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of go to the exercises that you just have always done, you know. And when you think of exercise, I think of those things like walking, the bike, even if I'm doing strength training, it's only specific strength training classes. So expanding my mind and saying, let me try something that's new. Um it's just uncomfortable. It takes a little bit of saying, okay, you don't know what you don't know. Like you Mm -hmm. said, why don't I just do what Ricky says and try the five minute class? Same way I learned. I liked a meatball, you know, I just (laughs) tried it. And I liked it. So maybe Pilates meatball. I love at the end of the month. I'll be like, Hey guys, guess what? I love Pilates. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And Aaron will be like, guess where I rode to. (laughs) Row, row, row. If there's anyone in the audience who's listening who wants to volunteer a rowboat or uh, anything, a kayak for Aaron. (laughs) Somebody want to take me out on the water? Please take the headwaters of the Chesapeake Bay. We have to be there. Okay. Yes. Yes. Not to make fun of you. (laughs) Not to make fun of you, but to give you support. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Okay. One last question. is there anything that you would like to commit to in this coming week in terms of exercise or activity for fun or for challenge or to, to refresh? I'm going to do Pilates. I will tell you, I was going to say actually Pilates because I used to love Pilates. And before you said Pilates, I had that in my brain. And that was like, when you said it, it was confirmation. I'm going to try it. I'm going to, I mean, because the fact that you both are like, oh, let's try it. Then it shouldn't be that scary. It's just, it's new and it's a new year. 
Okay, so I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Bodies for Candace. What about I will, you? Who is I the girl I see? <laughs> I love it. Um, you about you guys? I'm I'm waiting. I'm listening. I'm Pilates. I'm doing Pilates. Okay, so we're both doing Pilates. We're Pilates. Pilates. So mine. Can I say two things? Mm-hmm. Well, so now that you guys said that, there was a set that I loved that was on DVD. It was 10. Do you remember those DVDs? You can choose, like there were five different 10 minute exercises and you could, it was buildable. You could even select, like, I'm going to do these two today. I'm going to do these three. There was one, I think it was Suzanne Bowman or something. And do you know who I'm talking about? The brown Yes. Brown hair. That was my Pilates one. Yes. And they have. I don't know it. (laughs) I'm going to see if I can send you the link because I'm pretty sure, again, Amazon has a decent catalog. I think I purchased it because, again, I had the DVD. I don't really use my DVDs anymore. So when I saw that it was digital, I bought it. And it has the five classes you can do. It has a 10-minute class for legs, a 10-minute for arms, a 10-minute for core. I'm going to I'm gonna have to share this with everybody, and I will. But I used to love that. So I'm going to find that, and I'm going to commit to doing a Zumba class this week. Woo! So inappropriate, but I just really want to know, did you all remember the grind? There was a workout called the grind. It had the guy from like MTV Real World. <laughs> I know that thing by heart. And you just made me think of it, Ricky. Not because it has at all has anything to do with the set of DVDs you were talking about, but that VHS mm-hmm. they used to play heard about at my it. school, and I loved that grind DVD. It was you a guys, workout, a dance workout. Yeah, Do you yeah. remember um, Tybo, Billy Blank? Tybo? Yes, I loved me some Tybo. Yes. So yes. I did the Tybo workout <laughs> where it is the thing where you, you're doing the punching bag in the air, except I was doing it up at the light. And I created a strobe effect and made myself pass out. <laughs> Leave it to Aaron. Never done coming to real WW talk. Aaron found a way to use Tybo to make herself pass out. I did. I did. I was sitting here doing the punching bag thing, and I was like, I think I'm going. I think I'm going down. I would have loved to see that, like in slow motion. Like, I just have this image in my mind of her being like, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm going down. Yes. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Listen, before we wrap up, I do want to uh, shout out a couple people who weighed in on our topic last week of tracking. We would love to know your thoughts about this week. If you too passed out doing Tybo. <laughs> Try real hard, ladies and gentlemen, to pull it together. Like it's just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. This is pretty, this is absolutely incredible. Okay. Listen to this. So our topic last week was on tracking. Nancy said, I am on day 917 of tracking. She said, they haven't all been blue dot days, but they have been consistent. I track, obviously, because she's on day 917. (laughs) I track before I eat and I track everything, including zero point foods. That way, if I need to look back, I know what I ate that day. That's awesome. Um, Julia, she is new to WW. She's six weeks into it. Um, She says, I'm really dialed into tracking. I plan my day during my morning coffee. It's working for me, but I 100% agree what you guys were saying about the nutritional values. I've used my fitness pal for 10 years to watch macros and fiber intake. Love it. 
Um, Jerry is also along that same line too, where he, he double tracks with my fitness pal. He says, um, I may come off kind of weird, but tracking is my thing. I work in engineering and I'm very used to structure. So Weight Watchers tracking system definitely works for me. I've had success, but definitely not overnight. Seven years on WW and about three years in, I wanted to see my calories and macros, uh, the breakdown of what I was eating. So I started double tracking with my fitness pal. Um, she said, it's a bit much, but it works for me. So good for him. I'm seeing and a lot has- of people who actually <clears throat> do that double tracking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Be helpful. And he also put in, if you want to find him on Connect, he's Hop, H-O-P-D-J-A-M. Yes. Hop, D-J-A-M. Uh, Jerry's also been in like a, a WW commercial. So I feel like we've kind of got a WW celeb yeah. with us. And he's also like a Pelotoner. So he's always, he's mm-hmm. every time that we post him, he's like, could you please go ahead and join the WW Peloton crew? <laughs> yes, yes, Guys, yes. <laughs> how Jerry many times do I have to tell you? Jerry, I guarantee. I'm going to do it. I yeah. promise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guarantee Jerry has not passed out doing Tybo. No, I'm going to say that's probably wow. just you, Aaron. Just me. <laughs> uh, Patty, she said, I've been lifetime. I love hearing from my lifetimers. Yeah. I've been lifetime since 2019 and I don't track unless it's a new to me food. Mm-hmm. I scan barcodes in the store and if it's too many points, I don't buy it. Okay. If the scale gets out of my comfort zone, I get back to basics and start tracking again. Mm-hmm. I love hearing, you know, we talked about there's lots of different ways to track. People have different philosophies. And I love seeing that reflected in the comments. So thank you to everybody who uh, took time to jump in and share how they track, what they track uh, on last week's episode. And we would love for you to weigh in on this week. Um, tell us about your activity. What's the best time for you for doing activity? What's the activity that you enjoy doing now? Maybe that you didn't think you ever would, or is there an activity you're like, you know what? I haven't thought about that in a while. Maybe I should try it and kind of, you know, change, change things up. Nothing changes if nothing changes. I think that's going to be my motto for the year. So, and this is just another reminder that our community is open to everyone. We have some who are doing Weight Watchers, some who Mm -hmm. transitioned to my fitness pal or healthy Mm -hmm. app or whatever. This is a safe space for us all because we all have this to work out. Right. And that's what we love about real WW talk. So if you're on the podcast, she pointed to her. I pointed to my head and I said, we're all a little special up here and we need to be able to like process all things, you know? So just wanted to remind you that if you join our Facebook group, connect Instagram, all are welcome. Yep. And if at any point you two want to jump into a little bit deeper and you want to be a supporter of the show, we certainly welcome that. We have a link in the notes where you can jump in and thank you. I, um, Candace, you sent out to us. We have a new a new person that joined in to support the show. Hold on, I'm pulling yeah, it up right I now. That. Um, Martha. Yes. Martha, thank you. Thank you, Martha. Thank you. Yay. We appreciate it. All right. Well, we hope that you have a great week uh, on plan, heading towards your goals, living your best life. Uh, if not now, when? That's right. All right. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.